2: Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly Extra Time League uh, show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, the stars of the show, Steve Wiss and James Easton are with me, Rob Daly, to pick through uh, the upcoming round of matches in France. We've just had a midweek round in France, of course. Uh, James, Steve, James, you first. How do we get on in the midweek?
1: Well, Steve did really, really well in midweek, Rob. I had a bad midweek, a couple of losing picks. So I made a loss uh, during the midweek round of games. So, yeah, instead, when you have these bad weeks, you look for the positives. I'm clinging to my pre-season bets, actually. If people have followed us since August because I'm on Wisdom Ben Yedder to be top scorer in League One this season. He added a goal to his total. And I'm on Jonathan Claus, the Marseille wingback, to mm. be top assist provider. I think, at plus 2,000 from back in August. And he provided another assist. So he's only two off the uh, top of that table in League One at the moment. So, yeah, on a week where the match picks were quite quite poor for me, I'm sticking to the uh, long-term markets and taking the positives from that.
2: Absolutely, yeah. mate.
0: Steve? Yeah, I mean, I did have a winning round, um, not as much as I would have wanted. James, I feel like you're a bit like me when you take plus Asian handicaps. You're very unlucky. You're a bit like me with unders. Something goes wrong. I think that's the second time you've <laughs> yeah. had a team 2 nil yeah. up away from home and they've lost 4-2. It four is. Two. It but is. for me, the big conundrum is, is Clermont again. I mean, you yeah. did Warners, to be fair. Rob Daly did Warners, didn't he? Um, You know, the, the form was good. And, but Clermont, 0-0 draw against Lille. Uh, both cost, cost us both. And um, what am I doing wrong with Clermont? Am I... Am I getting this team completely wrong, James? I mean, I don't know what it is. They just keep performing um, incredibly well with this. You've not touched them this week, Steve.
2: You've left them alone. Clermont
0: Monaco. I mean, that'd be mad, wouldn't it, to do that?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's (laughs) that's your like two worst.
0: (laughs) I actually did look at Monaco's price, but no, I'd be foolish.
1: I think I mean we we both got tripped up by that game in midweek. We were both strongly on Lille to win at home to Claremont. I was more disappointed by Lille in a way than I was impressed by Claremont. I thought they were really poor at home in that game, drew nil nil. We we were a bit unlucky with the team news. Jonathan David was out of that match. We recorded before we knew that. So that's obviously a blow to Lille, but they were really disappointing. They should have should have played a lot better than they did. So I have left. Claremont alone this weekend, like Steve, and I've also left Leal alone because they're two teams at the moment who are quite tricky to
2: read. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, and, and and speaking of this week's prices, James, I mean, you, you, you're you quite conservative, not conservative on the show, but you'll normally come with three picks. Yeah. you are normally three, and then Steve will get a bit greedy and we'll have four or five. You said you could have come with seven.
1: I could have come with seven today. Yeah, I've gone with five today. This was partly driven by regret over the midweek picks that i had because i limited myself in midweek and there was three or four games that i was tempted to do in midweek and i didn't and had i done those yeah had i had i had i done the extra picks i was thinking of um breast uh, away to leon but we should have had that shouldn't we We should have had that. So it it tripped me up by actually being conservative in midweek. And I don't think the logic uh, behind the ones I went for over the ones I didn't was actually particularly sound. So this week I've gone for five because, yeah, I had five picks, which I couldn't split. So I've decided
2: I'm going to go with all five this weekend. Nice. I like it. We're going to be aggressive this week. And we're starting with uh, PSG against Toulouse. You've both got a pick here. Steve, you get us up and running.
0: Yeah, my pick, over 3.25 goals, minus 122. Let's start with the team news. Kylian Mbappe is most likely ruled out through injury. I don't expect to see him before the Bayern Munich game, to be honest with you. Sergio Ramos uh, is likely to be out as well. Kimpembe uh, has been out for a bit. So PSG, uh, a little bit shorthanded in defence there, and without Mbappe, it's a bit of a blow. But um, I think it's going to be an open game. To lose, they're not set up to defend they if they continued this on from last year in League Deux, they dominated that division and they've come up to Liga and they've played their style, they don't really know how to defend but they know how to score goals, um, only four times uh, this season have they failed t- to score in a match um, the reverse fixture was one of those and I took the same bet in that reverse fixture over 3.25 goals and I somehow had a ha- half loss it was a really frustrating oh, game, yeah. there were chances yeah. at both ends I think Donnarumma had a pretty good match, if I remember correctly. I fancy Toulouse to get on the score sheet here. They're they're a confident mood. But they have a terrible record against the top 10. I've said before, they're a flat-track bully, Toulouse are. Uh, Seven losses and three wins. uh, Sorry, seven losses and three draws against the top 10 this year with a 7-24 goal differential. They do struggle against the best teams in the league. And um, I think eventually PSG will just have too much here for them. But Toulouse will go down swinging, and I think there's at least, at worst, three goals in the game. I, I suppose think.
2: this is what the form, the, you, you look at their form, Steve, you're talking about the, these 13 points from possible 15. You look at the teams they've yeah. like beaten. Yeah, they, you they, can they... easily look at form and say they're in the mood, but Ajaxio, mm. Strasbourg in that list.
0: Yeah, they, they only play one style, you see, Rob. They can't adapt to the top teams very well so but at some point they will beat one of these teams or get a good result against them by playing this attacking style and um, i think over 3.25 goals is a good bet here at worst case scenario i'm probably losing half psg um, i did look at a couple of goal scorers for this match as well TK is probably going to start up front plus 135 anytime scorer and my one of my old favorites branko vanden boomen is actually 10 to 1 to score anytime for to lose he's on the penalties and the free kicks Wow. I think that's a mad price. Um, but um we'll just stick with this over 3.25 goals for me. Uh, minus 122.
2: James like that one.
1: I love that. Uh, yeah, Branco Vanden Boomen, one of the unsung heroes of the league one season. We've not talked about him a great deal on the show. He's been absolutely fantastic uh for Toulouse, as he was last season when they won promotion. So yeah, I've got a pick on this game as well, Rob. I'm going on Toulouse plus 2.0 on the Asian handicap, uh, which is available at minus 137. So this pick basically means if uh, Toulouse uh, lose by a single goal or uh, or draw or win the match, you make a profit. If they lose by two goals, you get your stakes back. And that is crucial on this pick because Toulouse losing by two goals could happen, would not be surprised if it did happen. But with this pick, you will get your stakes back. So you can only lose with this bet if Toulouse are beaten by three or more goals. And that is my thinking really behind this, because we talked recently on the show about whether we've entered a period where uh, PSG are a bad bet to win games by big margins. Um, They're coming into the period now where the Champions League will be in their minds. Are they really set up to win by three or four goals the way they were earlier in the season? My thinking on this game is no, I don't believe that they will win. By a big margin. And actually, if you look at the stats on PSG this season, they haven't won any of their last six games in the league by three or more goals. And they've only actually won two of their last 15 in the league by three or more goals. And those Mm. two wins came against Ogsa and Ajaxio, who are in the bottom four. So we're not seeing PSG win matches in League One this season by big margins. They did, if you go back to the very start of the season, they started the season in, in, in really good form with some emphatic big victories, but that has tailed off now. So I don't feel that their chances of winning this match by big margin are particularly big. As Steve has said, Kylian Mbappe is likely to be out of this game. Neymar might be out of this game. He was missing in midweek. And Toulouse go into it in great form. They've won six and drawn one of seven matches in all competitions in 2023. So, yeah, the issue with Toulouse is they do struggle, as Steve has said, as we know, against the top sides. And that was my concern with this pick. But we're not backing Toulouse here to win the match. We're not even backing them to to draw. They can lose by one or two goals in this match, and you won't won't lose anything. So I think the time is right here, actually, to, to side with Toulouse against one of the top sides. And I think PSG the evidence is that they are not winning matches as emphatically as people might might expect them to.
2: So it's Eketike Messi up front is what we're expecting, is it, from PSG? Yeah,
1: yeah. looks like
2: it. Um, yeah. Let's have the pick. Let's do the picks again, because we have listeners sometimes request that. So let's have the picks. PSG, Toulouse. James, you first, what was that again?
1: Yeah, my pick is Toulouse plus 2.0 on the Asian handicap, and that's available at minus 137.
0: Yeah, my pick is over 3.25 goals at minus 122.
2: Okay, let's get to our second match, Lorient versus Angers. Steve, do you want to go first? What's your pick here?
0: Uh, yeah, my pick, Rob, is uh, Lorient team total goals over one and a half at minus 103. I think um, there's a very good chance that Lorient are going to win this match very easily. Angers are not a good team. They've lost 13 games in a row. 16 times out of 21 this year, they conceded at least two goals. Now, if Lorient can't score two goals at home against this terrible defence that's conceded 47 all season, they can do one, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) James has got a pick for this game as well, but all I need is two Lorient goals and I will be happy. Uh, Minus 103, I think it's just the safest play. I'm a little bit concerned that Lorient won't keep a clean sheet in the game. Um, Laporte is injured, probably stretched off midweek. Abagel is injured as well. And the Lorient defence doesn't always convince me. Manone, don't know what he was doing uh, for some of the goals against Rams in, on Wednesday night. Um, he's I don't really rate him as a goalkeeper, although he can come with some strange saves at times. Um, I just think Angers have given up the ghost a bit. I think they've accepted relegation and they're just going to build for next season already and uh, expect Lorient to comfortably dominate. So I think my first pick for the game is that uh, team total over one and a half goals. I've got a goal scorer bet for the game as well. Ibrahim Akone, anytime scorer, half a unit here, plus 175. He's going under the radar because at the moment, he's going to be the starting striker for Lorient. Bamper Dieng has been signed, but at the moment, I don't think he's fully fit. So Koné will lead the line. He scored against Rams in midweek. He actually missed a massive one-on-one against Rennes last Friday. He's going to get chances if you're starting. If you're the starting striker against Angers at home, you will get opportunities. So plus one seventy-five is massive, I think. And also, I must say, I mean, I, I like the team total over one and a half, but the the team total for Lorient over two and a half is plus three hundred, which is an absurd price um, because I fully expect them to dominate with absolutely so those two picks for me Rob
1: yes and I've also got a pick on this game Rob before I move on to that that price on Ibrahim Akane is huge uh, because to be odds against like that at home against the worst team in the division is is madness it's almost as though the market hasn't adjusted to the fact that Terran Moffy is no mm. longer Lorient's number one striker Terra Moffy ah. has been sold. Yeah, by by Lyon to Nice this week, a record transfer. So he's gone. As Steve said, certainly in the short term and probably for most of the season, Ibrahim O'Connor will now be the number one striker for Lorian. The goal he scored in midweek was a great finish, as well against so A lovely finish. He is. He can score goals um, when you're when you're not expecting it. Sometimes he, he can be a great finisher, and I think Koné's goals per minute record in League One, whether he starts or not, is actually very good. So that's that's a great shout. I think plus one seventy five on him to score is definitely worth looking at. So yeah, my pick on the game is Lorient. Quite simply, to win this match at home to Angers, they're available at minus one hundred and seventeen. I have no idea why they are that price to win. I'm this actually,
2: game. I'm actually looking at that confused.
1: I was so. Can, confused can, can you myself. do
2: a logic map of anything?
1: So no, you can't. Uh, this this price on Lorient <laughs> is great. So I've looked at it and looked at it from every angle. <laughs> They're close to evens to win at home to an Angers yeah. side who are bottom of the table, have lost thirteen on the run, have lost seventeen out of twenty-one this season. Lorient are thirteen places. And 27 points above them. I have no idea why Lorient are such a big price to win this match. Now, right. Lorient did lose in midweek. They lost 4 2 at Rance. Okay. But Rance, Rance were a much better side than Angers. Everybody's a much better side than Angers. So when I saw this, I was expecting Lorient to be a short odds on to win this match, and they're not. They're minus 117. So yeah, it's, it's it's a very strange price. The only thing I can think is, you know, Lorient have, as we've said, lost Terra Moffi who's gone to Nice, who's their best striker. But they've actually signed some good players in the market. Bamba Dieng has come in from Marseille, as Steve has has said. They've signed Mekengo in midfield, who should long-term be a decent signing. Roman Fev is a a great, skillful attacking player who's come in from Lyon. Squad is looking good. The mood there is good. I mean, they lost in midweek, they've lost Moffy, but the mood is, is very upbeat. And I think they'll be absolutely confident they can win this match against an Angers side who have been terrible all season and I think morale is another factor if you listen to how the Angers coach spoke after they lost 2-1 at home to Ajaccio in midweek which has left them adrift at the bottom of the table he said we've got one foot in the second division now you know I don't believe that Angers believe they can get out of trouble so everything here for me points towards a Lorient home win and I think at that price minus 117 it's an absolute it's an absolute dead search of a pick. It's not a dead search of an outcome because you never know. But when you look through the prices, yeah, I had to
2: back Laurie on at home at those odds. Okay. Uh, let's keep finding the value. And um, the, the two of you, in many ways, are like my parents. Very intertwined. Just know each other very well. And Absolutely. Strasbourg-Montpellier feels like the Nadir moment of you you two in your relationship it's the same pick but you knew James that Steve was gonna have this pick
1: I knew Steve was gonna have this pick yes <laughs> plus we're both on this plus 2.25 goals Strasbourg Montpellier minus engine 22 as I was doing my research on the game and working towards this pick I knew that somewhere else in the country Steve would be doing exactly the same thing <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just such an obvious pick. Um, Again, you know you don't know what's going to happen, but I think if you spend a lot of time watching the games as we do and then crunching the numbers, Strasbourg versus Montpellier to be a relatively open and high-scoring match was going to say, but you don't really need it to be too high-scoring for this to be a winning pick, Um, plus 2.25 goals. So firstly on this was the stats. Uh, Quite simply, these are two sides who have been involved in a high number of high-scoring matches This season, 28 out of 42 games involving these two teams have had three or more goals. So that is 67% of all the matches. And then if you look at the relevant home and away matches, that's to say Strasbourg's home matches and Montpellier's away matches, then 13 out of 20 of those games have had over three goals as well. So everything points towards it being... Quite an open and high-scoring game. And then team news is another factor. So for Strasbourg, uh, Kevin Gamero uh, should be back from suspension. Habib Diallo, who's another very good striker for Strasbourg, was on the bench in midweek. We'd expect him to come back into the side. And Montpellier's top scorer, Eli Wai, who has been suspended for two matches, he comes back for this game as well. So the team news points towards goals because the best finishers will be on the pitch. And the stats on these two sides all season have pointed towards it being a high-scoring encounter as well. So I think plus 2.25 goals at minus 124, we think it is at the moment, um, I think is a great pick on this game.
0: Yeah, the price is minus uh, 124 now on this over 2.25 goal line. My favourite goal line in world football to take. Um, If there's two goals exactly, you only lose half. As you know, I don't mind a half-loser. I don't mind. I don't want a lot of half losers, but I'll take the odd one if I have to. Over one and a half goals has hit in twenty out of twenty-one Montpellier games this year, and nineteen out of twenty-one Strasbourg games. The chances of losing your whole stake on this bet is really low, in my opinion. And uh, you know, we've been we've both been backing a lot of overs in Strasbourg and Montpellier games this season. I'm drinking from this same well. I think I think that well might be starting to run a little bit dry to be honest. I think Montpellier are trying to improve themselves defensively. Kiki Koyate has come in from Mets, 6 million signing. He's big centre-back. Lecomte has come in, goalkeeper. And Sierra as well. But at the moment, both teams are still not reliable enough defensively, in my opinion. True exactly what James said with the stats and the players coming back. Um, Vahi is a massive plus 360 anytime scorer here. I think that's a huge price. Um, Gamero is back on the field as well, we think. And Strasbourg have got a lot of new signings. A couple at the back who are still bedding in. They've signed a Japanese player on loan um, who Mallorca are interested in, Yuito Suzuki, who I've heard has got a good motor on him. Um, But uh, overall, I think there's got to be at least three goals in this game. And and until things change statistically, we've got to keep backing the over two over goals in Strasbourg matches, especially. So over two point two five goals minus one twenty two makes a lot of sense.
2: I suppose Steve, it comes to sometimes it's obviously you can't know what's going to happen, but playing this bet over the course of a season mm. ultimately pays off.
0: Yeah. And um you've got to work out when to stop doing it, because sometimes you can get signs like Montpellier, I think might become more of an underteam soon not quite yet as far as strasbourg go though they just show no signs of improving their defense whatsoever so um strasbourg games just i think will continue to be high yeah. scoring they did change the formation to 5-4-1 against Ren in midweek but that was against Ren. but it didn't work they were two down inside 20 minutes it's the same thing keep they've, they've changed their formation so often this year it's just not working
2: it's not a good sign, is it, if a team's changing their formation so much? Um, okay, so we've got two more games to get to, and these are the two remaining James picks. Steve, of course, I want your thoughts off the back of James' picks. Let's do air Ram Another win for uh, Will Still. at 13 unbeaten. I think it is now when we mentioned that there have been a lot of draws, but they came back to um, to beat Lorient uh, 4-2. Balogun's finishing. In the, you mentioned that Manoni goalkeeping for the, first, the second goal, but Balogun's finishing looks effortless right now. What a what a signing he has been. There are all there. Um, What have you got, James?
1: Yeah, so my pick on the game, Rob, is plus 2.25 goals, which is available at minus 130. Um, this is a pick where there's, there's no stats really pointing towards this being a high-scoring encounter. It's more to do with the the state of the game, I would say, and the the the, the condition of the two teams as they go into it. So starting with Augs' air, They are now in big trouble in the relegation battle. They lost uh, 3-2 at Monaco in midweek. No great surprise there. But because of the way other results have gone, they now find themselves six points from safety. And having brought in players in the window without necessarily strengthening the side, I think they're starting to feel the pressure now. Um, That points gap is quite big given their form. Six points is quite a lot for a team like Auxerre to claw back. And I think in their home matches now, they're going to have to go for it. Um, maybe not against the very top sides. I'm not saying they'd go for it against the PSG or Marseille, but against a rant side, even a rant side in form. This is the type of game where I think Auxerre really will have to go for it. And having watched them recently, I think they're better going forward uh, than they are defensively. Uh, they've tried to change their defense in the market. Uh, Brought in a new centre-back. They brought in a new goalkeeper. Uh, Haven't been impressed with either of those. So I do think they're vulnerable. And I think if they do go for it, as I think they will, they can be dangerous going forward. They got two goals against Monaco, but I think it will just make that defence even more vulnerable. And I think against a round side who go into it in fantastic form, having scored four goals against Mm. Lorient in midweek, and as you say, with Balogun in amazing form, got a hat-trick in midweek. He's now gone top of the League One goal scorers chart I think they'll fancy their chances of getting goals as well so I think I see at least two two goals in this match and with our pick plus 2.25 goals you'll lose only half your stakes if there are if there are two goals in the game and I think the chance of either side making it three goals are pretty good so the pick here is plus 2.25 goals at minus 130.
0: do you know what I nearly had exactly the same pick for this game I quite like the goals as well. But I just, at some point, Rams are going to slow down. I mean, that's two emotional comebacks they've had in the space of a week now. What is left in their tank here? I actually think Ozair might win the game. Wouldn't shock me. Um, no way would I ever dare go against Will Still, of course. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if they slipped up here. Um, I like the goal. Balagun 155 anytime is very tempting as well. But, uh, yeah, I can't argue with the pick. It was on my shortlist. I think it should be an offensive game. Orza are doing better than their results suggest. I've looked at their metrics, and they should have picked up some points recently. Um, I think it's a matter of time before they do get something. But they're just conceding goals at the wrong time in games, and that concerns me. So, yeah, I think this is a good pick from James.
2: They only um The game against Montpellier they lost recently, the 2-0, they only allowed four shots on goal and had... 16 themselves, or something like that. But yeah, still contrived to, yes. they should have, contrived they should have lost again. that
0: game. Concede yeah, at yeah. the wrong time of the match, though. That's a trait of a team that's going to go down, isn't it, really?
2: Okay, one more pick. Uh, James, you again. What is it?
0: Yes. Uh,
1: so I'm back in Nantes here on the Asian handicap. Uh, Rob, away to Ajaxio. It's Nantes zero Asian handicap at minus 104. Uh, the zero Asian handicap is the same market as what a lot of people know as the draw no bet market so you get your stakes back if the game ends in a draw and you make a profit here if Nantes win and the thinking is that this is one of those games that Ajaxio rarely win and that Nantes rarely lose that's my thinking behind the pick so to flesh that out a bit Ajaxio have a very poor home record this season they've played 10 at home and they've lost seven of them they've only won twice at home And the two teams that they beat at home were Angers and Strasbourg, who are currently the bottom two in the division. So, so far this season, the only two teams Ajaxo have beaten at home are the worst two sides in the division. And similarly, if you look at Nantes on the other side, they have lost five of their 11 away matches this season, but they tend to lose against better teams rather than weaker teams. Um, Of those five matches that Nantes have lost, four of the defeats came against sides who are currently in the top eight. And the fifth defeat came against Rance. So as it stands, Nantes have yet yet to lose away from home against any of the teams who are currently in the bottom eight. In in simple terms, I think that's why Nantes find themselves in mid-table at the moment. They tend to do pretty well against the sides who are below them. And they tend to struggle against the sides who are above them, a little bit like Toulouse, as we mentioned earlier in the show. So I think what you've got here is you've got a game between an ajaxio side at home who do struggle to win against sides like Nantes and uh, a Nantes side who tend to get at least a point against teams like ajaxio And that's the thinking with the pick. And the reason I went with the Asian handicap is quite simply because Nantes have a very high draw rate. Um They've only lost two of their last 11 games in League One of Nantes, but a lot of those matches have been draws. So with this pick, you have the safety net of getting your stakes back if the game ends in a draw, which could well happen. Um, But I'm fairly confident that if things go as they have done generally for these two teams uh, this season, that Nantes should, at the very least, avoid defeat. Um, So that pick is Nantes. Zero on the Asian handicap, and that's available at minus 104.
0: I I like the unders in this game. I don't think it's going to be many goals here. Ajaccio not to score a goal is plus 190. I did look at that. Um, not have kept a lot of clean sheets this season. And um, good old Corsican football. In the show that you weren't on, Rob, we had a discussion, didn't we, about it? And since uh, I kind of said it's not in a great place, uh, Bastia in the second tier have won three straight games. <laughs>
2: so,
0: so imagine them coming back up. But um, yeah, I think... A Jatsio is tough, isn't it? Three games in a week. This has all the makings of a 1 0 nonce victory, in my opinion. A horrible game, but James will not complain if that no. occurs, will you? Absolutely not.
2: Okay, good work, boys. I think Laurier Angers was one of the standout games, really, in terms of the picks as well this week. So I um, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. That's all we have time for on the Betting Weekly Extra Time League. Our show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers. Steve, quickly, we were plus 17 units last show it'd be similar with it uh, no number? we
0: did lose i think a unit overall we're roughly around plus 16 now. Yeah. still going along very strongly
2: yeah still best performing show on the network james steve i'll see you next week uh, for more a reminder all the prices are available at the bet rivers website it's goodbye from steve james and myself and we'll see you for round 23
0: thanks for listening to betting weekly extra time on the bet rivers network